Remember that story that they told us about in training? About George Washington's first female spy during the revolution. They called her Agent 355 because they didn't want the world to know her real name. But her legacy lives on. We're the top agents from around the world. American, British, German, Colombian, Chinese. But now we have a common enemy. They can start World War III from simple reach of their keyboard. So we need to join forces. It's like half the CIA's most wanted. Always such a tough guy. I'm not an agent, I'm a therapist. They thought I would give you my secrets. Do you have secrets? We put ourselves in danger so that others are not. I'll handle the guns. Are you in therapy? I should be. You're the best in the world at what you do. You have cameras in your jewelry, comms in your earrings. You bump, I grab. The target is on the move. You're not going in there alone. We'll go together. I have a family. I cannot do this anymore. The bad guys are out there right now. You go home, you bring them with you. Are you under control? Are you? No. Black cars, all black, everything. I've got four more agents out on the street. I counted six, but thanks for the tip. I like the new team. We're the 355. You're listening to the Cinemania World Podcast. I'm Larry, and today we are reviewing the 355. And joining me on this review, I'm here with co-host Alex. Hey, Alex. What up, what up, Cinemaniacs? Welcome to our review of the 355. I don't know why I'm so excited, but... (laughs) (laughs) I get, we're, well, we're happy to have the energy at least yeah i, I mean I, I i'm trying to come up with like a new like intro for myself so i try and hype it up but i shouldn't be hyping this movie up well we are also joined <laughs> by member of the cinemania world team and from geekly goods Whoop. mr leo hi leo hey what's going on guys talking uh one of the best movies of the year so far because it's one of the only. So uh, <laughs> I think we're going to be be watching some movies very soon in the future that will be better than this. So let's talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is the first theatrical release of the year. Thus, it is also our first movie review of the year. The 355, directed by Simon Kinberg, follows CIA agent Mason, a.k.a. Mace, as she joins forces with a rival German agent, a cutting-edge computer specialist, and a Colombian psychologist when a top-secret weapon falls into the hands of a group of mercenaries. Together, the four women embark on a breakneck mission to save the world while staying one step ahead of a mysterious figure who's tracking their every move. The film stars Jessica Chastain, Fan Bingbing, Sebastian Stan, Penelope Cruz, Diane Kruger, and Lupita Nyong'o. So, 
first film of the year. We also know that January has quite the reputation in the film world. Alex, what'd you think? Um, I already forgot. I got to go on my letterbox. Uh, oh, I see. Oh, I see. <laughs> that's, that's how bad it was. Oh, um, my. Yep. Um, I just, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think, I think the talent in the film is there. Um, I, at least in front of the camera. At least in front of the camera. Yes, yes, in front of the camera. Um, Amen. If Woo. if if these actresses are doing all their own stunts, kudos to them. I think they do a really good job. I'll get back to that in a minute. And then there was one action sequence about a third of the way through where I was somewhat getting on board with it. I thought it was the standout action sequence of the film, uh, not of like the past like ten years or anything. But I was just like, okay, this is offering a little bit of tension and suspense that the rest of the movie doesn't have so far. And I'm I'm seeing shades of in fleeting moments of excitement and enjoyment. But the rest of the movie, and this is where I'm going to come back around to whether or not these actresses were doing their own stunts, because I believe they were. But the problem is, is that Simon Kimberg's directing in this movie is really bad. It's very shaky cam, very, I don't know, like Leo, Leo said this in his uh, review on YouTube. I said it because I noticed it too. He adds in this like zoom effect for some reason. And I don't know if it was for like dramatic effect. And then the camera's just shaking all over the place. They're moving so quick. It seems like in these action sequences that the, the frame rate seems sped up or it's just that the camera is just having a hard time following them. So then that creates a blur effect, so the camera looks blurry and distorted and feels like it needs a windshield wiper or something, because you can't see shit, and it just obscures what these talented actresses are doing in front of the camera, and it leads to really shoddy action, poorly edited, quick cut uh, action sequences, a really simplistic and boring, I know boring is kind of a generic and overused cliche term to use, but... I'm going to use it uh, plot that I guess this movie for me was confusing in the way that it felt like it had to be a simple plot with a complex story, but it confused that it was the other way around, but it also felt like it was smarter than it actually was. And it was just like, Oh, Hey, look, this guy died, but now he's back. It's like, yeah, no shit. <laughs> like we saw that coming. So yeah, it, it wasn't a very memorable thing. Um, I also, you know, as much talent as there was in this film, I get what they were going for with Penelope Cruz. I did not like her in this movie. I thought she was kind of annoying. Ooh, but she looked good. She did I'll look give good. her that. She, she looked look good. good. <laughs> 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 but, all right, Leo, what were your thoughts on the 355? You know, I echo a lot of the sentiments that Alex said. Um, I, I just got to start with some of the cinematography and choices of shots in this movie. I noticed in a lot of the action sequences when these weird, awkward cross zooms were happening, that they would actually have poorly framed shots as well, where like actors and actresses heads were cut off. Yeah. It was zoomed in so close that it was clearly out of focus. 
it was just very sloppily handled when it came to cinematography and the effect that they were trying to give. You know, I think a director that could have taken this in a way better direction, and this is kind of what they were trying to do with the shaky cam, I think, is Paul Greengrass. Yeah. The especially those older Bourne movies, the some of the, the Bourne yeah. uh, Supremacy that's, Ultimatum. That's how it came across, of, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, okay, I, I really think that they're trying to do a Bourne type of deal here. And it just wasn't executed well. And that, unfortunately, is what, you know, a not as talented director in the action department will do. Unfortunately, he only has Dark Phoenix as his directorial yeah. Yeah. feature. That's it. And I I can see, you know, potentially a smaller action movie working for him. But this just wasn't it. The actresses are great. I mean, you have an, a stacked cast. I mean, you have some incredible women in this cast. You even got Sebastian yeah. Stan around. You've got a great cast that unfortunately couldn't solve the horrible script. I mean, right. just there's a scene where Jessica Chastain's character is talking to Lupita Nyong'o's, and they're having this exchange, and she brings up old wars, and I'm like, wait, was that really in the script? That like, was there are weird, just these yeah. lines of dialogue that are delivered <laughs> that are just really, really bad. And yeah. I... I Almost couldn't believe what I was hearing. So not only does it need a better director, I think it needs a better screenwriter too. I just think this this movie has so many problems with it that there just are so many cracks. I can't find a lot of really good things about it. But yeah, I right. do think when Bing Bing Fan appeared in the movie, yes. I was yes. very happy with that appearance. I think that she brought some gravity to the movie that was desperately needed. Just this kind of something to shake things up a little because it just felt so typical up to that point. And when she came in, she had so much presence and just really made her mark on the group. And she came in way too late, super underused. I agree. There's just so many unnecessary shots, too. Like there's this weird shot kind of in the beginning of the movie between it's a it's a conversation between Jessica Chastain's character and Lupita Nyong'o's they're exchanging and they're in a courtyard setting and it's doing this dynamic wraparound and I'm like what is the point of this like I I just some selections of of shots I just don't understand what they're really going for do we want it to feel dynamic at all times and also Jessica Chastain just stepping out of the way of a train didn't feel believable to me. No. Uh, <laughs> it felt uh, very, like, early 2000s <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, very, like, I think we 90s-y. can recycle some of that stuff and uh, and not use it ever again. Um, yeah. But I, I, I think the 355 had a very interesting take on paper. And I think a better yeah. director yeah. could have drove it in a way better direction. But because yeah. you were reading it off, Larry, and I'm like, wow, this sounds amazing. But yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the thing. That's the thing. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I'm watching the movie and I'm like, this plot could work because I mean, it's about cyber terrorism. Like we're in a day and age where there is like cyber, where people are literally committing like cyber terrorism. Like it's been a thing for the past, I don't know, decade. And it's yeah. Yeah, like cyber terrorism is still going strong and they just they didn't have a good story to back it up. Unfortunately. Yeah. I I was at the point where at first I was like, you know what? Simon Kimberg, hop about the director's chair, stick yeah. to writing. However, he also co wrote this script. So I'm exactly. like, well, really, well, your scripts aren't yeah. great either. Let's just be very clear. Yeah. Uh, Simon Kimberg, I'm not too <laughs> sure about you. Uh, <laughs> you've written some real questionable things and you're now zero for two. 
in your directing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that action was terrible. It honestly, I mean, we talked about snake eyes last year. This is right there. Like it yeah, is so yeah, shaky. Yeah. I was getting yeah. motion sickness. It was yeah. terribly shot. I, yeah. I don't, I don't think I had as much of a problem with shaky cam as much as you guys did. I think it was more just the Ooh. quick cutting and the zoom effects where it would just zoom in oh, on yeah. like oh, Diane Kruger's eyes or something. The, sh- the shakiness was headache inducing for me. And, and there it was, was all that early on chase scene. All of that added together. Yeah. The chase with Jessica, Jessica Chastain toward the beginning where she's running and chasing after Diane Kruger's character. I'm like, dude, this is so shaky yeah, that I that, don't even want to watch that, it. That, that's, why that, did they put Jessica in? Who did the costuming? Ray Randolph? <laughs> because they put Jessica Chastain in the ugliest <laughs> outfit. Well, I dude, could imagine. Dude, every, oh my God, her wardrobe do, was terrible. Do you do you notice know, that, that green dress was attractive? The green yeah, was the okay. Green was but, good, yeah. But next to the other people, even though, I was like, yeah. she's, I mean, she looks good, but like Diane Kruger and that little red, okay. You know, no you oh know, man you know i kind of noticed it with these female driven action films or action thrillers that they kind of tend to do that i feel like i don't oh, know why gosh. like they made like, a joke about it because she's like you oh someone ruined my favorite dress and diane kruger was like if that's your favorite dress i did you a favor and i was like oh okay well at least we realized because that right. dress <laughs> at least they hate it too was <laughs> terrible and yeah, then they yeah, had her in these yeah. suits running around i was like oh my god jessica they did you dirty in this movie but these costumes were terrible uh the action set pieces were not filmed well at all like you said the cinematography there were some weird like blue green screen backgrounds that were yeah. randomly edited in that were yeah. so obvious mm-hmm. that i was like what in the it world? was like gods of egypt <laughs> bad at times so yeah. bad. And I was like, what's going on? And the, so the big problem too, so the, like we talked about, the premise is good. The, the bare bones of what's going on here is good, but the screenplay doesn't flesh anything out. I think we meander too long at the beginning, at least for me. And then, but without doing much character work, like oh, we know that nothing. these people have yeah. families. We know this, like they tell us these things, but, I don't care. Like, I really didn't care about any of these characters. So there wasn't much stakes at all to me. There was no chemistry between uh, Jessica Chastain's character and Sebastian Stan. No, not at all. Not Not at all. Look, after coming off of scenes from a marriage, (laughs) there's no way you could convince me that there's any two more perfect. And if you want to get any close, definitely don't have it be Sebastian and Jessica. It just didn't work for me, man. No yeah, chemistry. Yeah. There was not enough, like you were saying, Larry, not enough character work for me to even care. No. So it was just like when the twist happens, and we'll get to that, when the twist happens, I didn't really care. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> I either. Like, oh, okay. I was like, I, I saw this coming from a mile away because I kept being like, oh, this this person is dead. I'm like, no, he's not. We didn't even see him die. Or yeah, it just yeah. it just is. Uh, I think it. Yeah, it starts rolling too late. All of this stuff, and they try to kind of explain the plan and what's going on, but it also was just all over the place. Yeah. So it's just uh, I don't know. There was plot holes all over <laughs> as well, where I was yeah. like, "What the hell? How? Where yeah. did this come from? What's it's, going on?" It's every modern day action movie that is not part of an IP. It's. It's every action movie that is not either a James Bond movie, a Jason Bourne movie, or a Mission Impossible movie. It's it's a modern day action movie that try that aspires to be those movies and thinks it's trying to start a franchise, 
but doesn't realize how bad it is and can't. Yeah, my my favorite uh, parts were probably few that were non-franchise uh, last year, but my uh, bad, Larry. I'm uh, not going. Yeah, to yeah. I mean, nobody, yeah, nobody. I mean, I'll some. give you a nobody. Yeah. yeah. No, my favorite part. I think Lupita was great. Yes. Um, yes. She really. She just. She has such a presence and like gravitas to her that even with this terrible material, right. um, she's able to bring at least a little something to. It. <laughs> she's a good crier too. She's another one of those people who's just really good at crying. So yeah. when she starts crying, you you can feel it, you know. <laughs> yeah, um, I think she was the one out of the five where I was like, "There's still nothing there." But if I had to pick somebody to latch onto, it would be her. Yeah, because yeah. well, Jessica Chastain. I know her character is supposed to be cold, but there was just nothing with that character. And so, who the hell calls a mace? Yeah. Right, yeah. right. That's a right. weird nickname. Can, yeah. I, yeah. can we go into spoilers? Yeah. Are we are we doing spoilers? Yes, please, okay. please. Yeah. We gotta. <laughs> this is the end of our spoiler-free section. <laughs> None of us recommend you see this movie. Maybe catch it for free when it starts showing on <laughs> FX or whatever. USA um, Network. <laughs> but you don't even need to spend that dollar fifty at the red box. None of it. Okay. Yeah. So that is our spoiler-free <laughs> section. You've not, been warned. We're not getting into spoilers. Okay. <laughs> Leo, go. All right. So when Nick betrayed them, I just felt nothing, y'all. Like yeah, I felt nothing I for that. Either. Like I, I guess I, I didn't really see it coming, but when it came, it didn't hit well. And I thought, okay, this is the most random time for him to reappear. So when he popped mm. back up, I was like, oh, here we go. Like he's a <laughs> bad guy. Yeah. yeah, and it just seemed like such a typical thing to do, especially I mean, coming off of Scream, where you know what happens at the end of Scream One. Yeah, it's like right, okay, right. a love interest turning against their mm-hmm. love and romantic mm-hmm. lover doesn't really surprise me anymore. There's no shock value to that. Mm-hmm. And if you had built the characters a lot more, yes, there'd be so much more. But because there wasn't, I wouldn't really care. Now I do have one compliment, and for me, I Lupita was great. Don't get me wrong, but for me. Bing Bing fan was yes. the one yeah, that great. really she should have been in it more. The movie, oh man, I don't know why she was not in this movie more. She has so much camera presence, and she was just so had such energy that that really shook the rest of them for me. And I just yeah. I thought it yeah. shook the the movie up a little bit and brought another element into it that was that I was more surprised by. Well, and she's than the great Sebastian with that. Like when she was fighting uh, and she had like that stick and stuff, I was like, "See, she she knows what's that." <laughs> yeah, Why? you see, you see though, I was I was kind of disappointed. Like I love her in the movie, but I was kind of disappointed with her role in the movie because I thought it was going to be Penelope Cruz, Diane Kruger, Lupita Nyong'o, and Jessica Chastain, like going after her. That's what I thought it was going to be. I mean, I haven't really seen the trailers all that well, much. Well, and the poster has all five of them. So you yeah, think, like, true. I was, I was shocked because I was like, I thought she was a part of the team. And she comes in only in the last third. And you're like, what the yeah. hell? Yeah. Like, and and I kind of wanted. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. No, uh, what I really good. wanted was I wanted her to kind of be like on the side following this the whole time. And like, we will follow her as well. And maybe she's. A step ahead of them you know what i mean they get to where they're getting and she's there already having hacked whatever like i thought she was gonna be the one that was like a step ahead of them each and every time and like every corner they turn she's already there they didn't actually do that <laughs> she just like comes up yeah. and was there and it was like oh okay the whole time i've been ahead of y'all but it didn't yeah. land 
at all. No, mm-hmm. and the whole the whole thing with Sebastian Stan, I called it as soon as it. Yeah. I, oh, I mean, I yeah. knew I knew it was on its way immediately well, upon the movie starting. Basically. Yeah, I did. I did too. Um, and and there was there there were so many scenes throughout the first half of this movie where they're like, "Well, Nick is dead," and I'm like, "Wait." Hold on, no, he's not. We didn't even see him die, did we? I don't, I don't remember. Yeah, it was. And then once we got there, the the thing I gave the film a little bit of credit for is them actually killing their families, or except for oh, yeah. but them yeah, actually yeah. killing people in that end. I was like, see, if we had gotten more like this, Villainy. like where we're actually when we're pushing some boundary, you know what I mean? Cause a lot right. of the movies, maybe they'll do it, but a lot of them still back away. Of course they backed away from killing children. Uh, but, um, you know, like killing Lupita's boyfriend or fiance, yeah. whatever the hell he was. Um, I was like, okay, this kind of grit, if we had stuck with this, but up until then there was just nothing in the emotion yeah. department to make me care up until then. And it was just like, what's going on? The stuff in that auction, I was like, mm, no, like oh. this awkward flirting with Penelope. I was like, what's going on here? Uh, I don't, I just. She's like, I don't flirt with men all that much. And then it's like, she has no problem doing it. I'm like, huh? And she got to the deduction of like what he was after. I mean, it was all just so stupid. Yeah. Also a weird nitpick, the way that Diana Kruger, held the guns was so weird to me like it did not look like she was shooting anything (laughs) i was like what the hell why are they why did nobody like (laughs) maybe that's just how poorly it was filmed (laughs) uh because at first i thought is this everyone holding guns like this when they're trying to look like and then i was like no it's mostly just her jessica looks fine doing it it's just her i don't know what's going on but directing I mean, the whole thing was just so terribly direct. I can't. Simon, yeah. I, I don't know where you go from here, but after Dark Phoenix and now you produce this, Jessica, don't let him drag you into any more of his movies. Well, you hear me? No more. Yeah, it's, well, got, it's got a pretty high audience score, guys. 81%. Yeah, I so see the that. people behind me in the theater, they're like, oh, yeah, I didn't hear what other movie they saw, but they saw two movies, apparently. But the people sitting behind us were like, oh, yeah, both of the movies we saw today were, like, pretty solid, good stuff. And I was like, what the hell? Yeah, um, what's wrong with you? I'm sorry. I was, like, I was bored. Yeah. Like Alex said, I was bored, but it was because there was nothing here. to. I had no emotional stakes. I didn't care about the characters. And then it looked so bad. The script was such a mess. You can get away. Here's the thing. When it comes to mindless, kind of just fun action movies, if the script is a mess, if there are plot holes, you can get away with that if the action is fun. Exactly. If you deliver some action pieces, you can get away with a hot mess script. I'll tell you that right now. And that if this had just been shot decently, it could have been fun. It could have been a fun time. We could have forgiven a lot of these problems. But it was just such a damn yeah. mess and it gave me seasickness. Like, what the Example, heck? Example, Godzilla versus Kong. Yeah, yep. Absolutely yep. entertaining. That's not exactly. like it's script of the year or anything no. like that. No. Man, the exactly. monsters were fighting. There's a lot of battles. There's huge CGI kaiju going up against each other. It's entertaining. And it's at least it had that value to it. And this didn't even have that. And it was like that that was its one place to shine. You have these, right. these five amazing actresses. It's like at least get the action part right. Even if the script is crap, the story sucks. If that action's killer, whew, we would at least be walking out being like, look, man, 
I was entertained. I, yeah. I had fun. I, yeah. the, nope, there wasn't even any fun to be had. And that's no. what took me out of it a couple of times. I'm not even going to front with y'all. I dozed off a few times because it was just, the, there the wasn't people, anything happening. The people next to me left. Oh. oh. Wow. <laughs> about, oh. I would say about uh, a little over halfway. Oh, man. Wow. Oh, yeah. uh, fun fact. This is longer than Godzilla versus Kong. Yeah, well, it felt yeah, it. I felt it. It felt movie. it. Yeah, if it's a two-hour movie that feels like it's nine days. I was like, my God, the minutes is gonna end. And <laughs> <laughs> just keep going on and on, and then the ending—I don't know—they leave it open, obviously, because you gotta leave every movie open in case it's a sequel. But I was like, what? No, no. But I didn't see one through three, five, four. <laughs> Uh, I thought that was kind of cool. I don't know if it's true or not, but the whole three, the reason for the name 355, I thought was kind of interesting um, with the agent woman. Uh, I think it's I, just a, I, it's just a throwaway line. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. I, from what I rem- from what I read, I think it was something in one of the wars with woman agents, See, I think. Look, give me that story. Don't give yeah. me this bullshit. Yeah. Like, give me that story. That's what I want to see when you're going to call your film 355. Show me the real stuff. <laughs> no, 355, exactly. 355 was the code name for a real life female operative in it. the Revolutionary yeah. War. Yeah, so when it. they were, when she was talking about wars and calling them old wars, it just sounded so stupid. Like, <laughs> like yeah, it was like, it was, really? Come it, on. It, it, it was just this forced piece of line of dialogue that was trying to relate to why they had to do what they do, and it just didn't work. It's just, and then they added, like, the whole script just felt forced. You could tell mm. it's a, a piecemeal. There's several writers on this thing, as I said, one of them being yeah. Simon Kimberg. Um, <laughs> but, no, I'm... Mm-mm. Almost it nothing worked. worked. You know, it really, we, I there's very few redeeming factors, y'all. I'm sorry. You know, we have Jennifer Lawrence to thank for this because she's the one who persuaded Simon Kimberg to start directing movies. Oh Lord! <laughs> and then he then he did her like that in the Dark Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, he see, him to direct, you know, and he did that. Wow. You know, like. <laughs> I was willing to I'm I'm, like, like I'm willing to give people like Simon Kimberg the benefit of a doubt because I mean yeah Dark Phoenix isn't a good movie there's things in Dark Phoenix that I like I've always said that I've liked the first yeah. 30 minutes or so of that movie like borderline like love the first 30 minutes or so of that movie but like as his movies as the two movies that he has written or co-written and directed as they progress they just get more dull and uninspired as they go on. And I, that's yeah. the problem. Yeah. After yeah. this, I'm kind of at the point where it's got a, uh, there was, there were glimpses in yeah. dark Phoenix that I thought were really cool. Like there are set pieces in that movie that are fun and mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. It's just surrounded by once again, the script is a mess. Uh, and then, but here, uh, I mean, there's yeah. almost nothing like exactly. there's almost no exactly. potential for me in this film. Uh, so I'm kind of like, mm. I'm done. Yeah, you're pulling I'll, straws to just more. to figure out what's good. Like you're just kind of yeah. like, okay, what did I really like about this movie? And there's, uh, it's a needle in a haystack in this situation. Yep. Edgar Ramirez gone to waste in this movie oh too. Oh my god, that I was so mad. He's been like, picking some duds, <laughs> man. Y'all don't yeah. let Edgar Ramirez exactly. get in a good I'm, role. I'm starting to get a little <laughs> disenfranchised when I see him. Like, uh-oh, oh, the last days of American crime. Ugh. 
Well, Point Break remake. Jungle oh shit! I forgot Fever. about. I forgot about the Jungle Point Cruise remake. That goddamn Jungle Cruise Leo loves. Okay, I like Jungle Cruise. <laughs> I yeah. love it. But see, okay, okay, okay. But if the three five five had action as fun as Jungle Cruise, I would have liked it. Like if it was along the lines of like. I mean, I'm not calling, like, I'm not saying the 355 had to be an adventure film. Obviously, like, we're talking two different genres here. But, like, you know, something along those lines where it was, it felt, like, briskly paced. You know, the action just felt, I don't I don't know, like, the tone. Like, I guess if I, it even I, gave us Expendables, you know, if it gave us yeah. something like Expendables or yeah. Red. I guess, like, like, yeah, I guess, like, I'm saying, like, I guess, like, the movie is light in tone, but I guess, I don't know how to describe it, I guess. I don't know. I'm, <laughs> I'm rambling. Ugh, but all right well let us know did you like this movie more than we did and i'm telling you now i was actually excited to see this movie this cast was stacked was i too. thought the trailers looked fun enough i was ready for it and yeah. i just i really was disappointed <laughs> well, i i'm down really. i'm always down for a spy action movie but other yeah, than no. other than the franchise movies they let me down what we get yes. inside of ten uh oh. Well, I gave it a 1.5 on Letterbox, so I guess that's a 3. Do I yeah, give it a 3? Do I give it a 3.55 just to be an idiot? <laughs> there you go. go. 3.5. They're perfect. It's a 3.55 out of 10, y'all. Let that dictate help you decide if you want to go check this out. If you did watch it, hit us up. You know where to find us at Cinemania World on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. Did you like this movie more than we did? Alex, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me at my official website, alexmaddenmovies.mystrikingly.com. All my social media links, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram are all there. But if you're going to message me on Instagram or any of those social media platforms and you're spam, I'm not answering you. Okay? I'm sick of it. <laughs> all right. And Leo? Oh, oh. I was saying no more spam with that crap. All right, y'all. <laughs> If you want to follow me, come on over to YouTube.com. Search up Geekly Goods, and the logo will be 2Gs. Click on that, y'all, and you'll find my channel. We talk the latest in movies, TV. We'll sprinkle an anime in there as well. Pretty much the same here at Cinemania. And if you're on other social media platforms, follow me at GG on Letterboxd, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, you guys. Lots coming up on the channel. Lots of Scream content coming up next week. So definitely be sure to tune in, and we will see you there. All right, and you can find me at ChiliBoyYT on Twitter and ChiliBoyProductions on Instagram and YouTube. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you on the next one. Bye.